Last night, as we gathered to pray Compline, we read a small portion of Prayer in the Night by Tish Harrison Warren about work. So I'm going to invite you into that conversation with a couple of questions uh, and a couple of short readings from that, from that chapter. So let's begin here. Tish writes, As we pray for those who work, we hold two realities in tension. Our own labor participates in God's work of bringing light into darkness. But all human work continues in the meantime, in the midst of very real darkness. Probably you know both the light and the darkness of work. The promise of work that's compelling, that accomplishes good, that restores, as well as difficult work environments and frustration and even broken work systems. As we pray Compline in the nighttime, makes us reflect on those who are working while some of us are resting and draws our attention to the folks that are more likely to be young and poor, less educated, more likely to be black or brown, more likely to be immigrants who inhabit work that many of us would prefer not to do. So as we pray this prayer, we're thinking of those who are marginalized and vulnerable in our society. So given this brokenness that we experience in our own work and in our systems of labor, I'd invite you to reflect on this question. How are you experiencing toil, futility, or weeping in your work right now? Tish also reminds us that there's a lot of hope for work. That as Christians, we believe that Jesus' death and resurrection mean that all of the world will be made new, including our work. So she quotes Leslie Newbegin from his book, Signs Amid the Rubble, when he writes, All the faithful labor of God's servants which time seems to have buried in the dust of failure, will be raised up, will be found to be there, transfigured in the new kingdom. Their labor was not lost. It has found its place in the completed kingdom. So knowing that our work here and now, though subject to frustration, can participate in God's work of making things new. I want to invite you to think about this question. How does your daily work participate in God's work of restoring all things in small or big ways?
Finally, Tish reminds us about the relationship between prayer and work. She writes, For the Christian, the postures of prayer and work are interwoven. Ora et labora, pray and work. We work as prayer and pray as work. And our prayer and our work transform each other. I don't know about you, but I often don't find myself praying during the workday. I find myself busy. I find myself worrying. <laughs> but I don't often stop and pause and turn in those moments to God in prayer. So my last question for you to consider is, what would it look like to weave together prayer with your work in the week to come? The Lord Almighty grant us a peaceful night and a perfect end. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Let us confess our sins to God. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you through our own fault in thought and word and deed and in what we have left undone. For the sake of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, forgive us all our offenses and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. May the Almighty God grant us forgiveness of all our sins and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. From Psalm 134 Behold now, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, you that stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the holy place and bless the Lord. The Lord who made heaven and earth bless you out of Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are in the midst of us, and you have called by your name, do not forsake us, O Lord our God. Thanks be to God. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit, for you have redeemed me, O Lord. O God of truth, keep us, O Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us under the shadow of your wings. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Visit this place, O Lord, and drive far from it all snares of the enemy. Let your holy angels dwell with us to preserve us in peace. And let your blessing be always be upon us always. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night. Give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations, and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless us and keep us. Amen.